Hello there. This is an incoming transmission from the Outer Rim Beacon. Everything leading up to this moment has been rehearsal. The real performance is about to begin. I'm counting on it. Ladies and gentlemen, you have now tuned in to the Outer Rim Beacon, your frequency for everything in that galaxy far, far away from good HasLab to bad HasLab. We got you covered. Uh, I'm Justin. I'm one of the hosts. Joining me today, as always, are my co-hosts. This is Josh. I, uh, I'm interested to hear what a good HasLab is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Razorcrest was pretty good. Uh, this is Kyle, and I think it's a proton pack is a good HasLab. That's a pretty good one, too. Oh. Very, very good HasLab, mm-hmm. right? The GI Joe stuff is looking yeah, good. Yeah, those are good too. I'm a, yeah, I'm a, yeah. I'm a sucker for Joe. So I was, a, I had tons of GI Joe figures and vehicles when I was a kid. Kyle Bright, noted uh, patriot, <laughs> huge, <laughs> huge supporter of uh, U.S. imperialism, the armed forces. I'm known for yeah. it. <laughs> follow follow um, me. Yeah, we follow got... me on Instagram for more. <laughs> We're going to be talking a little bit about that here. Uh, American in imperialism? In the beginning. What? Something no. like us? <laughs> I meant G.I. Oh, Joe, but okay. uh, sure. Comrade Kyle. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, we got we got a lot of news to notes, and we got a lot of news and notes to talk about today. Um, and then um, I was just going to say, you know, if you're just tuning in for the first time, welcome to the show. Glad to have you here. If you're a longtime listener, welcome back. I'm sorry. You can find us, uh, you can find Outer Rim Beacon anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, we've got tons of episodes out there, so please, we've got a full, uh, what do I want to say, a book of work that you can go back and review. It's, we've it's, got an uh, extensive back catalog. We do. Thank you. That's a, the, that is exactly what I was looking for, Kyle. Thank you. Um, go check that out. Let's give it a listen. And then I want to remind everybody, go out. You can still find your Outer Rim Beacon merch out on TeePublic. Go get you a new t-shirt for the summer. Tank top. We should probably design something new. Yes. I am not good with the graphics, though. So mm. uh, it's not going to yeah. come from me. Otherwise, it's going to be stick figures. I didn't say we were going to. <laughs> you, you, you said, I think we should. Don't use Justin. Yeah, be a cool idea. <laughs> uh, but yes, go out. Check it out. It's still out there on Public. Um, You can get tons of different stuff out there. So And they run sales all the time. So Usually like out there. once a month. Yeah, you're yeah, almost yeah, a sucker. Yeah. If Go you don't check buy it out. Something on sale. I know. I know. Well, Prime days are coming up, so all that Star Wars merch is going to uh, be cheap. Prime day might be over by the time this is out. Actually, well, that could be too. Could <laughs> it be too. will definitely be over. I hope you got great stuff on Prime Day. Everybody. Hope you got great stuff yeah. on on Prime Day. Then that's uh, Star Wars ish. That's always the fun part is going through the catalog and like just type in Star Wars and see what comes up on sale. You can find Black Series Vintage Collection. Tons yeah, for of stuff. Only $50 that you need. on sale on Prime Day. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see here. Let's dive into news and notes. We got a little bit of a couple things to cover here. Star Wars Celebration Store uh, just closed on 7 7. Hopefully, everybody got something that they wanted. Um, I Did you guys look at the stuff that was on there at I did. all? I was, I was interested and I was wondering if it was just because of maybe it was already sold out. But they had a uh, Droopy Mick, whatever. What's his name? Droop? Is it Droopy McCool? Droopy McCool mm-hmm. and Snice Noodles uh, plushes, but no Max Rebo plush. Well, hmm. 
Size a headliner, Maybe man. Max I don't know got sold out. She's a intergalactic. Um, sex I mean, symbol. that's like that's like uh, no. I think uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of a good combat, a good example of that. Uh, it's like uh, what's a band? It's like it's like they made plushes of the night sweats. But not the Nathaniel guy, <laughs> not Nathaniel you know? Rateliff. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't remember okay. his last name. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I think Size Snoodles is a is a different act. It's They're not, all in Jabba's palace, baby. Well, well sure, because they come, he was. Th- they come together. They come together in a pack in other packs because he was throwing a mm-hmm. banger. But I believe. Now, feel, feel free to check the internet. I believe I am. <laughs> that Size Snoodles is her own act, and Max Rebo. Is a different act. They just happen to be he, performing Cy together is, at Jabba's Cy Palace. Sai is not part of the Max Rebo band. I don't believe so. Is what you're saying. Sai is a, a solo act. I could be basing this off of her Clone Wars arc that did not feature Max Rebo. But Ooh, uh, I don't. You know, well, we'll whatever. We'll let Josh hit the Google machine here and see what he, he turns up on. He's looking for a little on, confirmation uh, bias right now. <laughs> see what he finds out but hopefully everybody got something they wanted from the the sale i didn't see anything on there t-shirts were still 36 dollars which is i'm such a ridiculous cheap state, but I, a lot of it is like oh that's cool but no way i'm not spending 40 bucks for a t-shirt no no, no thank you i mean the union jack one was pretty cool with the x-wing on it but i was like i just there was a cool Ahsoka t-shirt no it was t-shirt. sold out um, but like, mm-hmm. it's a t-shirt. Give me a break. I remember, yeah, like, I'm, I'm an old fuddy dud, but like, geez, oh, peace. It's just... <laughs> but no other good merch either. It was mostly t-shirts and then, you know, the stuffies that, that Josh had mentioned there. And I think there was like a tea China set and that was about it. Yeah, so I think in the years past, I remember a few more like kind of fun niche items. They were not as much of it this mm-hmm. year, at least not that I saw. Yeah. Snice Noodles and um, Drupy McCool are members of the Max Rebo band. Oh, there you go. Max Rebo. So this is this is legends, obviously, because we don't put this much detail in any background characters anymore. I'm not as upset about it. Very true. Um, was it, Max Rebo is actually a stage name? It's not even his real name. What's his real his name? His name is Cerulean Fen- Fentelli. And the original name of the Max Rebel band was Ivar Orbis and his Galactic Jizz Whalers. Obviously. <laughs> Max Max Rebo way better. Okay. That one's gonna sell more records, I think. <laughs> Just so you know, um Cy Snoodles later became the lead vocalist for the Max Rebo band. She already had an extensive career prior to that. I'm just saying. Um, have we ever seen her perform without Max? Yes. In the Clone Wars. When? That's cartoons. Wars. Come on. Come on, buddy. <laughs> Come not on. Relevant. You're not about relevant to get kicked off this show. <laughs> uh, she was also a, a bounty hunter and a spy for the Hut Clan. All right? You need to put a little respect she, on her name. I'm sick of it. She had a lot going on. Wow. Sick of it. Max it's Rebo's not a, it's not there. unheard of to be the lead singer of a band that's named after person though. Another person. Mm-hmm. It's it does it has happened. Oh, okay. Van Halen. I was just gonna say. That's a prime example. 
Do you know who's the lead singer of the Ted Nugent Band? Derek St. Holmes. Oh, okay. Not Ted Nugent. <laughs> what well, is now? Because <laughs> Ted okay, Nugent's okay. a weirdo, and no one wants to be around him. <laughs> he is a super anyway. weirdo. Um, yeah. Um, no word on ticket sales yet. For Star Wars Celebration Japan, I've not seen anything come through on that I'm bitter yet. About Don't care. I am so bitter. So, by that. so bitter. I know. I know. How dare um, you remind us that it's not coming to the United <laughs> States so close to Independence Day? Kyle, are you okay? Sorry. No, I'm Noted not okay. Patriot Kyle Bright. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Noted Patriot. I do not like this bit. I'm in just so <laughs> we're all on the same page. I, I am in a real <laughs> I'm in a real feisty joke mood I tonight. Feel like so on this <laughs> show, I'm the one who I will try to sell anybody's shtick, but I do not appreciate this bit. That <laughs> Kyle's like I'm right out. <laughs> okay. All right. Noted, noted. Noted. Uh, and right. I will uh Do you guys know what happened right. after the Max Rebo band split up? I don't. Uh Size Noodles continued her illustrious solo career. Just something to think about. Oh. There you go. Mm-hmm. Maybe she Resumed, was like at a low point. Maybe? Like she was know. like yeah. she had like lost popularity, joined with Max Rebo uh, as like a collab flexing, for a little bit. And then like her fame by like, look, I can take mm. this never heard of band and like bring them into the mainstream just by singing on their gotcha. tunes. Gotcha. Unfortunately, Kyle, everything you're saying about Sai Suits Noodles is irrelevant in this case because those plushes were made to commemorate the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi. And her appearance in that movie was as part of the Max Rebo Band. I'm just, mm. just telling you why she uh, <laughs> deserves a plushie and maybe Max got deserve to get blown up that's too much that's too much that's too much he d- i thought we knew he survived <laughs> he did survive he did survive yeah. You're right. yeah wow fake news kyle i know <laughs> <laughs> now i'm just gonna see what what stupid stuff can i put in front of your name today no i'm done i'm just kidding well we have learned a lot about the max Rebo band today kids i don't uh, even remember what part of this episode we're in at this point <laughs> we're still in news we oh, we're talking about uh, we're, we're talking about merch in the yeah. star wars celebration yeah. store <laughs> Whatever. Well, speaking of uh, lots of plushies that are probably going to be rolling out, uh, Ahsoka is rolling towards us quicker and quicker week by week. Uh, the release date for that is eight twenty three. Um, still pretty hush hush on that. No leaks, no spoilers on anything. Knock on wood. So that's good for now. So I'm pretty ecstatic about that. I pretty actively try like, not to look for that stuff. So I, I, know. I know. I feel like there. Oh, I feel like there not. was some sort of casting spoiler, but maybe not. I can't think. Um, of it, so maybe not. Well, they they officially you, announced most of it now. I know there was spoil mm-hmm. uh, casting and rumors and spoilers before that. But is are, are is there still something out there that was supposed to be? No, a I was just say maybe I'm just thinking about before. They well, did release want... a little featurette today for that. It was like it. it I did. I it, saw that. It showed uh, Rosario on like Good Morning America or something, like several years, like six years ago, talking about how there's a campaign on the internet to get her cast in Star Wars. Hmm. Um, and then just some footage, and it looked like most of the footage was stuff we've already seen. That is like one of the best examples of speaking something into existence. Of, oh, yeah. Hey, I need to be live action Ahsoka 
and then it happens. That is one of the best examples of that. Um, yeah, her and Ryan Reynolds. If you want, huh? a, yeah. Um, I mean, if you want a little bit of a spoiler, I guess. Uh, Lego. Um, oh yeah. Just dropped their ghost ship now, uh, which is it's actually up for pre-order to as of today uh, on Amazon. It's uh, retails for one hundred and fifty nine ninety nine. It includes five minifigs. Uh, from the upcoming Ahsoka series, General Harris Sindula, Lieutenant Beta, uh, Jason Sindula, First Officer Hawkins, and Chopper. So you got five minifigs to go with the ship. The Phantom is detachable from the back, so it looks pretty cool. Um, I believe there's it's a Lego. They'd be hard for them to make it not detachable, wouldn't it? <laughs> very true. <laughs> very true. Um, and I think if I read that correctly, it has like 400 or 600 more pieces than what the original Oof, ghost a lot of set pieces. had back in 2014. And a so, brown haired um, Jason Sindula. I'm not here for it. Yes. Whatever. I'm not. Here that's for it. what I was going to say. That is the big. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't know what you call Give me those gorgeous alert. green locks, baby. Leak. He's got brown hair on the minifig. Is this an error by Lego? Is this... I mean, because that's a huge error because it was clear as day. His hair was green at the end of Rebels. Um, it's, like, uh, is this, it's like those kids like ha- that have blonde hair when they're little babies, but then they grow up and their hair gets darker. His was just green. When mm. was, I'm just kidding. No, they probably just didn't want to have green hair in live action every day or some lazy thing like that. That could be. Uh, maybe he's trying to switch it up like Sabine a little bit from green to like normal of... ass brunette. Give me a break. That's the worst <laughs> switch ever. What if it's a, it's a tribute to his dad. Yeah, that could be, then yeah. it better be in a weird ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> um, you don't like the, the chopped side with the horrible, like butchered top when he cut it himself. I didn't say I disliked it. I just said it was weird. <laughs> um, Hasbro dropped two Black Series figures today. Oh, Woof. Uh, yeah, Qui-Gon Force Ghost from oh, the Obi-Wan series and Obi-Wan Kenobi Jedi Legend. They did um, a Qui-Gon both Force Ghost? God they did. That's, see, that's um, one and they I both have windows. They both have windows, which is pretty cool. Um, but they both retail for twenty seven ninety nine, <sighs> and they are not deluxe figures. Give me a break. They are regular. I, That's thirty dollars with tax. Give me a break. <laughs> yep, it's a toy, um, guys. Let's go. It's like a. To- it's an action figure. It's a child's play. The Black thing. Series is <laughs> has priced itself. I see what you're doing. Out of the market here. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Better, <laughs> way better than anything else you said today. Uh, let's Star- see. What Space Cadet Kyle. Starfleet Academy graduate. Starfleet Kyle. <laughs> um, and then obviously the big news coming up here in Cowboy Kyle. Maybe Justin's two weeks. What about what? Anything no. that we are saying. <laughs> Go ahead. Two weeks. What's happening? <laughs> um, two weeks. Um, HasLab update from SDCC on 7.20 through 7.23. The Hasbro Star Wars panel is uh, on that Friday, which is 7.21 at 2 p.m. So I'm assuming that is when they will be dropping their new HasLab announcement. Um, It is Vintage Collection. Um, We know that. Um, They've had two teases in Arabesh so far. Um, the first one said ship diagnostics complete, laser cannon turrets ready, 
forward cannons ready and rear cannons ready. And then they released one about a week ago that says uh, status report, mission objective required, engine running, awaiting crew assignments. Hmm. Yeah. What do you guys think? Any guesses? Are we, we still thinking ghost here? Well, the ghost does have forward guns, rear guns, and a turret. Mm-hmm. Although I don't know how exclusive that is to the ghost. Almost, you know, the the Falcon has those things probably, right? Um, well, it has the top and bottom turrets, but it doesn't have forward cannons. So they wouldn't do a Falcon again. No, I was just trying to say, like, how how many other ships would have those all of those things i mean most medium-sized imperial ships would have full armaments uh what about bows uh uh what was that called a u uh oh something with a u what are the what are the mandalorian ships that like the wings rotator gauntlet yeah the gauntlet there we go Mm -hmm. (coughs) those have all kinds of um you know, I, I mean, probably bet Armaments. best odds is is the ghost, right? Well, with with the ghost being in the new show, I feel like it makes the most sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When does okay? So when are they announcing it, and then when does it drop, or when does the sales the like the pre order? When does it start? Pre-orders? So no information on pre orders yet, but they normally drop it. And then within it's usually fast. a couple of days, yeah. they open yeah mm. they open it up because they've already got all the marketing and stuff done. They open it up. The Haslab is open for what thirty days or something like that, or fourteen days. It's a while. It, it's a, it's at least two weeks. The yeah, or whatever. Um. So I am. So then it would be done by the time or just before the show rolls out. Um. I can't remember when they did the Razor Crest one, like the time frame for that, like when they opened it up um, to, uh, in comparison to when the show dropped. That's a lot of information that I See, don't have. This, <laughs> well, the the reason I asked is because I feel like they're repeating a mistake they did with the last one, not the last one, the Rancor, mm. where. Was the Rancor before Reva's Saber? Uh-huh. Oh, jeez. So the Rancor, they did it based on a previous property. And then a Rancor was heavily featured in a new property. And they just mistimed it that the Rancor Haslab was, like, before that. Mm. Where if they, mm. like, waited, like, a month, they could have banked off maybe some renewed interest in Rancor yeah. and and some stretch goals related to Book of Boba Fett. You don't think the, the Rancor yeah. episode from the first season of The Bad Batch really drove the numbers there? No. I'm just I don't even mm-hmm. remember that. Wow, <laughs> fake fan. What they what they call the little Rancor? Was it like Moochie or something? Oh, that one? That wasn't okay. That yeah. Um, it was a wee baby yeah, that's, Rancor. But so, like, you do that. What I'm saying is, you do the ghost now, and you're only going to target the people that watched 
Rebels. Mm-hmm. You do it in like a month, you're going to get some people that are like, oh, that's the ship from Ahsoka, even if they never watched the cartoon. Yeah, you... You know what I'm saying? Like, you should do it like a month later than you're doing it. Yeah. So, the for just pers- for perspective, the Razor Crest um, ran. They opened the project September 25th, 2020, and it went to November 9th. So, roughly what two weeks? About two to three weeks. About six weeks. Say that again. Oh, sorry, you're, you're, sorry. you're skipping a month in there. <laughs> sorry, Justin. I skipped October in there. Yeah, so September 25th to November 9th. Sorry, yes. Yeah, like so six. about six weeks in there. My bad. Um, and then it shipped January of 2022. But the, but to Josh's point, we had already had an entire season of The Mandalorian at that point, right? Correct. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if we're release, if we're um, announcing the ghost, he is right. Anybody who doesn't mess with animation is not going to be familiar with that. But if it was getting, that's that ship I saw in that one frame in the Rise of Skywalker. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> how horrific. Just worst case scenario, three in a row don't get backed. Oh my god, they'll stop making them. Um, I mean, I guess they're not making them. They're just making advertisements and I theories for them. But like, geez, oh, Pete's. Well, at that point, you got to go. You have to look at I think you have to look at the Star Wars collecting community as a whole and go. They are way too divided on this because you have the OT guys that just want Death Stars and Star Destroyers and things like that and don't care about the animated stuff. And then you have the people who love the animated stuff but don't want another Luke Skywalker X-Wing. So at that point, you need to just stop going, look, we're not going to crowdfund this, and we're just going to make what we want and put it out there. And Well, they're, I don't feel like they're really it, they knocking it out of the park with we'll make what we want and put it out there either. Like There's all kinds of Black Series figures yeah. that are collecting dust because they're overpriced or they're repaints or they're repacks or what, you know. Well, so that was that whole mission fleet. I... I Prior to jump to recording tonight, I'd sent the guys this picture of uh, the Ahsoka Tano Delta Seven Mission Fleet Starfighter apparently appearing at Ollie's, uh, like heavily discounted. I have not. I I think I saw one of those in the store the entire time um, that they were on the shelves. And well, that's here so they true, are because you own two of them. Because I'm a bad well, friend. <laughs> I so, found two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I found the second one, um, but they were not like. Out there, like you know what I mean? They weren't like just heavily stocked on the shelves. Um, yeah, it 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 really it, it like make the the toy world is like so messed up now because it's like I think everyone is just buying stuff online because they can't, um, you know, because you can't find it in the stores. Like I don't even try to find stuff. There, in the well, there's definitely anymore. no guarantee. Yeah. So if it's important to you, why are you going to risk it? Because if you wait yeah. till it's in mm-hmm. would be in stores, it's potentially too late to get it online too. Once you find out it's not available near you, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. So we'll see what it is. We got a couple more weeks here. Um, it'll be interesting to see if they drop another teaser between now and then. I doubt it, but who knows? Um, the only unfunded Haslab projects to this point: HeroScape, Age of Annihilation, which is a board game. It's like a tabletop game. Uh, Marvel Legends Engine of Vengeance, which was the uh, car, the Ghost Rider car. Hmm. 
And then um, the Black Series Reva Lightsaber and the Black Series Rancor. Those are the only unfunded HasLab projects. Uh, those-, those idiots at Hasbro thought people wanted a Ghost Rider car. I was just going to say, on paper, <laughs> Apparently. I don't know anything about that Age of Annihilation thing, so I won't speak to it, but those other four, like, yeah, stinker ideas. What <laughs> What did you think? Mm-hmm. I think the Rancor could have been cool if the stretch goals were better. Yeah, it probably would have made it if the stretch goals were better. Maybe, the stretch goals were absolutely it, horrible. I mean, we haven't seen a Rancor in, like Josh was saying, like 35, 40 years at that point. And it's, what do you, what do you put with it? Uh, Malakili and then mm-hmm. what? Like, I mean, there's just. That's not saying if you did, if you teamed it with Book of Boba Fett, you could do both Rancor right. Keepers. You could do Boba, uh, yep. Boba Fett. You know, with a harness, you could put the harness up yeah, on the rank so ride to be it. Either one, yeah. You, I mean, mm-hmm. there, there was there was versatility there, but even then, if you think Josh's a rank could be cool, the way they presented it was not. No, yeah, yeah, um, but yeah. So we'll see. We got a couple more weeks, and then hopefully, fingers crossed, the ghost comes out, and it does not cost a thousand dollars, and people back it. You know, that's the and thing. Like, even it, if yes. it's cool and there's not enough interest because mm-hmm. there's not enough. Because we're talking about people who are willing to spend this amount of money on a figure and people who are animation fans, you know, so like we're, they're narrowing the scope every every time. Mm-hmm. So yep. hopefully, it's, hopefully uh, it's awesome and it gets backed and it's cheap enough that we can all buy one. Hasbro certainly has a challenge laid before them, so we'll see. All right, well, let's go ahead and uh, dive into this week's topic. What do you say? Gee golly. Thanks, Justin, for that introduction. Gee Willikers. Gee Willikers, that's what I meant to say. (laughs) (laughs) I love making it weird. Um, Yeah, so today we're going to talk about a couple things, but the first thing we're going to talk about is this new Ahsoka trailer that just dropped. It's very hot. It's sexy, if you will. Yeah, 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 it is. Um, I'm going to... Yeah, it is. Yeah. The first thing I want to say is we've got, like, of all the obscure Clone Wars slash Rebels things... Uh, we're gonna throw Hu Yang, the 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 droid that teaches younglings how to build their lightsabers, is just riding a shotgun in the ghost for like a third of this trailer. Um, not sure it's what a, he's gonna be doing there, but it's a perfect it's a perfect way. Uh, it's a nice Easter egg for people like us. And then it it's also it's also like plausible like if if we need someone um to like fill that role of like I was there yeah yeah, yeah. like the audio surrogate all. kind of thing uh yeah. so a robot like a droid is a good you know because They're good for exposition yeah wouldn't have well wouldn't have uh, it's plausible it's a way to have someone survive the purge. Without being like, oh, another Jedi mm-hmm. survived the purge. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think Dave's really thinking about that, but for me, like, it's, I just, it's, it's a good choice for someone to fill that role. 
And then it, it, cause you also, because Ahsoka's, Ahsoka can kind of fill that, could fill that role, but mm-hmm. like she kind of filled it in Rebels where she was like the wiser, like right. tag along. You don't want her to be the wiser tag along in this cause she's the star. Right. Like this is her show. Um, Even though it's Rebels, you know, season five, but. Well, I think it's a lot of things and I'm pumped about this show. Obviously, um, I'm a big Ahsoka guy. I, um, are you warming up more to this no, version of Ahsoka? Not, not really, but I do love the idea of it. Like, um, it's it's sort of this convergence of all of these other live action shows that Dave and and John have been talking about since the beginning. Um, I feel like a lot of storylines are are coming together. We're getting these Mandos. Uh, we've got Throng coming in, and then obviously there's going to be some kind of um, uh, you know, jockeying for power with him and and maybe Moff Gideon or whoever Gideon's answering to, you know, what whatever remnants of the Empire, um, which was obviously taking place in Andor and uh Mando, and I I think that's really cool. Um, and we're we're continuing on with with Rebels, which you know, like you touched on, I I loved that show. It was some of the best star wars out there and there there were some shots from this trailer that are right out of the animation you know this, this oh yeah beater bike cruising down the highway on lothal through the desert there and standing up on the edge of that big spire thing that looks like the space needle uh you know they're they're in we get a live action version of the mural from the epilogue and rebels um that stuff's all super super cool to see live action do you think so yeah this is it seems you know perfect to me like as what we've seen presented so far like there's nothing mm-hmm. where i'm like mm, um you know it if there's anything i you know if there's anything i trust dave filoni to to write the right way it's a continuation of the stuff that we already love him for mm-hmm. um that was you know his creation um I've I think sometimes a, we don't realize how lucky lucky we are to have like a we. I know like he's not actually in charge, and as much as the fandom menace wants him to be, mm-hmm. um, but we we really did we really do have like a nerd got to take over like one of us got to take over the kingdom and is now just making stories for us. Like I was the one of the things I was trying to set up to was like. As good as this is probably going to be, I do worry that just like with Man- the last season of Mando, we loved it, but like, how is many normies niche? care about mandatory Mandalorian lore, yeah. and how many normies care about season five of a cartoon that they probably didn't watch? Um, you know, well, I part, part of like, me says I know it's going to be awesome, but I'm wor- I worry about the diminishing returns and how suits you know we already have bob Iger saying that they're pulling back on marvel and star wars productions so because on one hand i say well who cares let's make the best stories um and not in general when you're making anything just to appeal to the widened widest audience possible um it's usually kind of bland garbage uh you know see most network quote dramas, you know, 
they're pretty yeah. bland because they're trying not to offend anybody. Uh, I don't want that out of my Star I don't Wars, but want I also it. I'm just don't worried want, about. Um, I, I don't want things to not get the audience, and then that prevent us from getting more stuff. Yeah, you know? I want. So I want uh, the execs to still see dollar signs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when they're looking at Star Wars. So um, I've got. I, I think we could gush about how much we're excited about this show and, and there's been cool stuff in all the trailers and it's been talked to death online, but I think it's worth us giving our opinions. What do you think? I think there is a clear implication that there's something, or you could at least read that they're doing something with Sabine being uh force sensitive. Do you think that is what's happening or do you think it's like, just to pull the like rug out from under you, it's just a complete gag because I, I think it's very easy to read that they're saying she is uh, using the force in some kind of way. I think the thing do do we have any teases to this prior to this? Like, are there any? Is there anything to maybe even slightly imply force sensitivity? in rebels for sabine not that i can think of because i specifically think of fen rao bringing her all those kind of that whole like classic mandalorian kit that's designed to combat the jedi's abilities you know so that's when when she was training with the dark saber that's when she was able to actually uh, kind of hang the the for the very first time when she had all the extra gadgets and and you know Kanan ended up beating her and and giving her the lecture about these these tricks may save you from time to time whatever but uh you know if she was able to use the force she wouldn't needed the Mandalorian tricks so I'm gonna say no then I think it's a uh, Finn with the lightsaber in the trailer uh, again but then it, I mean. Weird example because he did end up being force sensitive in the end. Uh, yeah, but, later, way later on though, we like we might never actually see it. You know? Right. Uh, well, you know, because she puts her hand up like she's doing a force push or a stop or something at one point. She's obviously wielding a lightsaber that's not the dark saber. Potentially Ezra's old lightsaber. It is green, um, and she does. She makes some comments to Ahsoka about calling her master whether that's tongue in cheek and things like that yeah. and and Ahsoka says she abandoned Sabine and things like that so uh you know are they going to say that something happened off screen that we don't even know about um I don't know it just it seems like they were making a clear it's too easy for you to make that guess for them to not be fully aware that you know the implication was there yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. Without any, without any previous tease, I have a hard time. Me too. Plus, I think it would it'd be huge. She's the first. She'd be the first uh, Mandalorian Jedi since. Nope, that's not true. She'd be the second Mandalor- the third Mandalorian Jedi ever. Who's the second? Din Grogu. Oh, give me a break. He's. I mean. He did less training as a Jedi than anyone. 
Uh, he was with Luke for two years. Sounds like, I think Luke did less training than him. <laughs> that could be true. Yeah. Luke, Luke spent like one month on Dagobah. I was like, I'm good. Uh, yeah, I guess, uh, I, I mean, I guess we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Um, but I think it was a weird kind of out of I'm the not blue, upset. I, if I'm thing. not upset either way. No, I'm not upset. I think it would be really surprising kind of out of the blue, but yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, the only other thing that the only other comment I really have about the trailer is that um, I loved Sabine cutting her hair off uh, on her knees with the knife, just like Kanan did. Surely um, an homage to him, but you know, I guess we'll see uh, in the actual yeah. show. Uh, besides, yeah. So besides what we already talked about, I am store. I am stoked at the the forthcoming like new force lore Mm -hmm. like we're gonna we're we're finally we're fine you know i think people for a long time have been um clamoring for some sort of force user kind of like in between the two you know oh qui-gon's a gray jedi blah 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 blah, you know that sort of stuff um but i i'm always really interested to learn about like um force users that aren't one of the two binaries and so like because the way I see it, you know, Jedi and Sith, that's like a a way of – that's a, a version of interpreting the Force. Like the Force is a, an ever-omnipresent thing. So, like, you don't have to be a Jedi or a Sith to believe in it or use it or, you know, be in tune with it. Of course, it's it seems to me like there would be hundreds of different kinds of Force-based so, religions in this universe. So, there, there are um... – in the High Republic books, they take place on um, a lot on Jedha and uh, the new the newest ones. And there are like tons of different sects and cults mm-hmm. of people that worship the Force in different ways. Some of, of them are Force sensitive. Some of them are not. Yeah, yeah. Of course, there would be. And then there's there's one that is like we think anyone we honor the Force so much that we think anyone that uses the Force is bad. Mm. The force should just exist, and you shouldn't touch it. Anyway, that, there would be people like that too. And I it, wasn't there like some kind of ancient civilization in uh, the Fallen Order too that maybe used the yeah the mm-hmm. force as well. But yeah, so I'm into it. I think the the Jedi and Sith monopolizing the force is um, it's tired. That's very 1977. Let's bring it into the new millennium. Yeah, it's too bad they killed all the Night Sisters. Yeah, that is too bad. Night Although they use cool. magic, though, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> With a K. Mm, um, magic. So the only other thing I wanted to say was that uh, the music in the trailer is very generic, like blockbuster music, yeah. and I hope that it's just filler music. Yeah, I'm assuming placeholder, um, but we'll see. They they do that on trailers. Uh sometimes so uh really good to see Hera having the conversation over uh whatever hologram with Mon Mothma and kind of the rebel leaders um because I think Andor is the one that we forget about being looped into this universe with all the Mandos and stuff and I just love seeing it all all these storylines converge yeah no, it's cool. 
I always I I was starting to feel like you know more so with comics and books and stuff that like are they really there are we going to get to a point where they like milk the OT era dry but they keep figuring out ways to to do it so um but yeah I mean I'm I'm excited we're like I can't wait a month a a little over a month out yeah right about Uh, I'm gonna get back from tour and and uh have an episode waiting for me basically popping up uh, you got anything else about the trailer before we move on to our next subject? Always happy to see Pergill. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you know, you know. Look at that, the Pergill. Who would have thought? Maybe that's maybe what that's what our matching uh, Star Wars tattoo should be. Oh, you did want it? I'd get a Pergill on my leg. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if Brian knows what that is, but he we can show him a. It's a whale, basically. A whale with the squid squid legs. That's true. Does have some, um, some testi- ten- tentacles? Um, yeah, te- yeah, not legs. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I so I I got a whale. Uh, I have an orca on my arm that that Mandy uh, from Rebel Art Empire did for me, and uh, Shout out she Rebel actually, ma- yeah, she made that joke. She said, "I thought about." drawing up uh like drawing up actual things for your tattoo but then also drawing up a pergill and presenting that to you first and now i kind of look at it and i think man this would have been cool if it was an orca but then also had the squid legs that would be the squid the squid uh the squid legs the tentacles yeah that would be cool yeah be cool we can but we can get pergills that's i mean that's uh that's on the list we need to we're workshopping it still but I'd get a pergill. The chimera. I mean, it's basically a big triangle, but but you put the um the, logo the symbol on, the on it too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just throwing some out there. I'm into it. Folks, let us know what you want our matching tattoo to be. Yeah, vote. Uh, Josh uh, wants to get tattooed by my super cool tattoo artist, so let's we're trying to figure something out. Yeah. Just want to be, just want to be Ink Brothers with members of Fall oh, Boy. Can't wait! Oh, I can't see. I was you're trying to do the lame thing and name drop. I was being cool about it, but whatever. He tattooed Shine Down too. Whatever. Oh, that's not as cool. <laughs> um, still rock stars. I mean, tell it to their millions of fans. Um, I mean, a lot of people like Joe Rogan too. So ugh, gross, and lots of other terrible, terrible things. Uh, we can move on from that though. Bands that we're <laughs> we're hating for no real good reason. No, it's not good. Other than there's, I guess, a little derivative. Um. Okay. So today, we Justin's not here, so we're going to talk about. Oh, stuff we that fooled you. You thought do. he was here because he was on the intro. Yeah. This is that uh, was pro- that's probably going to peak. I'm sorry. A classic hoodwink is what we just did. Uh, so Justin's not here and Josh and I are going to do some stupid stuff that he probably wouldn't be into. We are going to talk about must see media featuring Star Wars related people, but not Star Wars. Okay. So obviously Empire Strikes Back off the table because that's uh, Star Wars, but pretty much anything else is up for grabs. Um, Josh, I think you've got like a list of 
30 or something kind of crazy like that. So if you want the very first draft pick, I'll let you go. And why don't you tell me like the must-see thing, and I'll see if I have ever seen it and maybe know who's in it. Am I going to tell you them what, what the thing is, and then you'll see if you know who the actor is? Is that what you're... Sure. That, I think that's what I just said. Okay, cool. Just I was just double-checking. <laughs> <clears throat> all right, so I have a list of 30, but I'm trying to not list all of them. Come out with a banger. Um, what's, a, what's a real heavy hitter? What's going to be a, a must-see... No one's going to dispute it. Maybe it's a B-side that people might not know about. All right. John, oh, I just told you the person. Okay. We'll come back to it. We'll come back to it so you can guess. No. Uh, Ex Machina. Uh, Well, that's actually pronounced Machina, and that's a really good one because that's Oscar Isaac as the, the lead creepy scientist guy. I said it wrong on purpose because I knew you'd correct me. And also Donald Gleason's in it too. Oh, really? I did not know yeah. that. Or I didn't mm-hmm. remember that anyway. He's the other guy. Uh, well, I guess there are like two <laughs> guys like three and a, people and a robot movie, chick. Yeah. Um, well, I'm glad that I'm known for being pedantic. That's good. Uh, <laughs> I would have corrected someone too. It's fine. Uh, I'm going to go... Uh, that's a good one. I agree. That's a great movie. It was on my list. Uh, that's just a good movie regardless. It probably, yes. I think it probably won every award that year. Not really, but it's still really good. Um, I'm going to go with this one is a little wild. You're going to you're gonna know the actor right out of the gate. But for multiple reasons, this is out of character for me because I'm not really a sports guy. Ooh. Um and this is a twofer. You can kind of pick either one, but they both feature this same actor. And coincidentally enough, both baseball movies. And take your pick. I think they both kind of appeal to people of different generations, but that's The Sandlot and Field of Dreams. <laughs> I do know the actor. That actor's on my list too, but for a different movie. That's going to be James Earl Jones. James, yep. Yeah, great in both of them. Uh, you can't go wrong, though. Both classics, both sports movies that aren't really about sports, though. Sure, the best yeah. kind. Yeah. Um, can I, so I will tell you, so I'm, <clears throat> James Earl Jones is one of the ones I picked, like, are the top ones in my sure. 30. And I'm going to tell you the name of the character and see if you can tell me what movie it is. Okay. It's not a hard one, I promise. Okay. King Jaffe Jofa of Zamunda. <laughs> Coming to America. That's a little bit of low-hanging fruit, even, I think. Like, obvious. you got to see that. Okay, yeah. Uh, I'll well, I didn't say... Li- I could have said Lion King. Fair. <laughs> one day, I'll, everything the light touches. Yeah. Uh, that's a good one, too. Um, has anybody not seen Lion King? Do kids these days still watch Lion King? Is that, part, like, in your... When you're when you're coming know. up as a youth these days, is it one of the th- or do you just watch Moana? I don't know. Hmm. I feel like maybe people still watch Lion King. Yeah, uh, I'll expose myself. I saw Coming to America uh, like three years ago for or two years ago for the first time. Way too late in my life, but it is I know because you were you were quoting it on the podcast uh, and you hadn't yeah. seen it, and I was like, "How dare you?" I'm pop culture savvy. I'd be knowing stuff. I don't I don't have to know the whole thing to know the thing. 
Um, my son works. That's my favorite James Earl Jones quote. Um, I'll do. Uh, we're. E- I'm going to go with my next draft pick. If you're okay to move, yeah, on go ahead. From uh, I, my next one is also pretty obvious, but very much more on brand for me than the first one. Uh, v for Vendetta. Mm. The Portman. Yeah, Natalie Portman, which I'll watch almost anything that she's in. Uh, but V for v for Vendetta is a great movie based on a frigging great graphic novel. So uh, highly recommend, especially if like you want to f- flip the middle finger to the man slash government. I couldn't believe how many things she had been in that I'd never seen. She's been a lot of stuff. Yeah. But. Also, so F, folks, after you go out and watch V from Vendetta, you should also hop on YouTube and watch the Natalie Portman raps by the lo- with the Lonely Island from SNL because those are incredible. Um, she does one uh, where she wears the whole Padme Amidala like fancy getup too, with the makeup and the up hair and the red dress and all of it, and say yep. something about the. Mother truck and prequels. Yeah. Bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. What do you right. got next? Well, I'm going to get the one that you already guessed out of the way, but I still have to say it. But I'm, I'm going to twist it on you a little bit. Um, so um, Moulin Rouge. Oh, yeah. I knew this This checks boxes for you, and I actually know this is like a personal favorite of yours, but that's a Ewan McGregor vehicle. I, that's not fair to say because, uh, you know, I think a few people do some heavy lifting in that movie, but. Yeah. Um, but to, so I have to say Moulin Rouge because the revelation that he could sing so well. I don't even like love, 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 love that movie. I just like listening to Ewan McGregor sing. It's um, a great soundtrack. But my, yeah, but my my favorite thing that he's ever done, actually, is the long way the long way series the the his motorcycle documentaries mm. where he goes yeah. like all over the world. It's just like it's really cool to find out. Like you, I think you just it's a real cool portrait into how he really is, mm-hmm. and it. It's just it's and and you, then you get to see the all the stuff in the world too. It's just they're 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 cool. So well, it's nice when you get to see like the personal side of an actor and they're like kind of a genuine nice guy, not a detached, very yeah, very pompous, much so. rich dude. Um, I've got another one that I think is pretty obvious, but you have to mention it. Um, this is an animated show from the '90s, Batman the animated series. Uh like probably for some people our age like kind of the batman like for a long time um but you have to know who's in that right mark hamill as the joker yeah one pro- the best joker um yeah heath yeah, ledger a- no no offense rest in peace phenomenal job but i mean mark hamill just crushes as the joker yeah heath ledger is the best live action joker sure um, and but, I, I think uh, definitely, Bat- I think Batman still holds up as uh, you know the animated show. It's still good. Yeah, 
Uh, and rest in peace to Kevin Kiner. He just, or not Kevin. Yeah. Kevin, Kevin Conroy. Yeah. There we go. Um, that was pretty recent too. What, um, what's better? Batman, the animated series. 90s X-Men. X-Men by a thousand. I knew what you were going to ask. No shade whatsoever, but I just, for me personally, I loved that X-Men show. I would, uh, it was like probably my favorite animated show from my youth. I lo- I loved it, and um, I I still love X Men. That was like the first comic book I ever collected. Um, I'm not like a constant comic book reader, but whenever I go back, I always catch up. I'll catch up on the main X Men titles, and um, yeah, that's the one for me. Cool. Who else you got? <laughs> yeah, I knew you were gonna say X Men, but I had to ask. Anyway, yeah, I'm looking so. forward to the reboot or the new the new version or whatever. However, they're phrasing that. I'm I'm excited for it. Uh, okay. What we do in the shadows? Ooh, what we do in the shadows? Was Mark Hamill in that? He was. Yeah. He was in the okay. TV show. Yeah. 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 Wait, there's a movie? There was a movie first. I didn't know that. Oh. I've watched the entire TV show. I pr- should probably go back and do the original source material now. So the movie is a mockumentary about four vampires who live in a flat in New Zealand. And all three of them are on the Vampiric Council mm. in the Vampiric Council episodes on, um, on what we t- do in the shadows the, on the TV series, the TV show. Okay, which Matt Berry, who plays the droid in uh, Jabba's Palace, oh yeah, uh, is uh, on the TV show. But uh, the person who created that and also was one of the vampires is Taika Waititi. Ah, uh, I actually knew that. Okay. So good. Taika good, Waititi good, good. and Jermaine Clement from Flight of the Concords made that movie and then also made the show, but they're just not in the show. It's, right. You know. Okay. Good one. I like that. That's a solid wreck. Uh, I've not yeah. seen the movie, it's obviously, a very but the TV show's hilarious, so I'm sure the, the movie's good. So, so um, did you watch Flight of the Concords? Nope. It's still okay. on HBO, and I need to because it's been recommended you, it's to me so by multiple good. people. And I like a silly comedy song, too. And I know that's like a big portion of it. Yeah. Um, it's like New Zealand Tenacious D. I think that's like a really good way to describe it. Yeah. Um, my next one, I think you're going to know this one, too. This it's a must see movie. This is a little more adult than I think anything we've mentioned up to this point though, is uh Django unchained. Do you know who, what star Wars persons in Django unchained? Sam. There you go. Sam Jackson. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a lot. It's uh Sammy. Yeah. Sammy J. Uh, it's a little tough to watch at times, but it's also, uh, just a great movie. Um, highly recommend, um, and I'll go honorable mention to Pulp Fiction because I also really love that movie. Also featuring Samuel L. Jackson. So I I was having the same conversation in my brain when I was putting my list together. And he so I think I said this before we started, but he's the person that I was like, do I have to list one mo- one movie? Because yeah, he's been yeah, in yeah. so many things. And a lot of them um, are real good. 
Yeah. But he, um, I forgot where I was going with that. Oh, um, so I think he is better because he has a main role instead of like a side role mm. in Pulp Fiction. But Django, I, f- I like that movie better. Better movie. Sure. Better movie. Uh, I think I agree with that a hundred percent. I like Django better as a movie, but, uh, Pulp Fiction is a better Samuel L. Jackson vehicle for sure. Have you ever heard, do you know who Roy Wood Jr. is? That name sounds familiar. He's a correspondent on the daily show. Okay. He's also a stand up comedian and I will send you a link to this, but he does a bit about how, Actor, white actors who play despicable racists in I've seen like, that. black yeah, history yeah, yeah. films. We needed Leo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, I probably sent it to you on an Instagram reel or something. Well, we have pretty much the exact <laughs> same algorithm. That, that's, that is true. Oh, I think it's my turn, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, DMZ. DMZ, DMZ. I don't think I even know what that is. It was a show that came out recently on HBO Max, I think. Hmm. What does DMZ and stand for? Demilitarized zone. Oh. Hmm. No, who's it in takes that? place. It takes place in a post-apocalyptic New York City. Um, where like I think the island of Manhattan is like overrun by by gangs and like they're not part of the United States anymore Hmm. and this the character goes back into the DMZ to find their son Hmm. I don't know Rosario Dawson ah okay she's so hot right now jeez I don't think the show did that well. I think it, so. I think it might be a comic because it was like a DC, mm. uh, had like the DC tag on it. Um, I thought it was really good, but I'm a I, so obviously I love her, and then I'm I'm a sucker for like post apocalyptic things. So and sometimes like I like ones that aren't even like if I'm if the story is like C plus, but the setting is good. Right. Like there was this show on the CW called The Hundred. Oh yeah, I've seen that. And it's melodrama, sci-fi, teenage crap, but it's also like the world that they built was so good that I didn't even care. And I watched the whole entire thing. I loved it. Uh, I feel the same way about a show called Terra Nova that was not super popular, but um, they built this really interesting scenario and then it got canceled. All right. Um, I think... Let's see. You'll know this one too. Um, Birds of Prey, the second Harley Quinn movie. Um, I love Margot Robbie and uh, I like Harley Quinn and I like some comic book movies, but this one was fun. I really enjoyed it. And well, it I know featured, Ewan McGregor was in that. It features Ewan McGregor. Yeah. As a, I, didn't, I as haven't like seen a, it yet and I want to see it just because he's in it. But Yeah, he plays a bad guy who. Uh, is instructing people to do horrible, horrible things. He's, uh, yeah, pretty, pretty ruthless, but it's a fun movie. Um, came out a few years ago. I really liked it. I'd recommend it. I'm surprised you haven't seen it. 
Yeah, I've there's some stuff I fell off on. It's it's weird. I don't know. All right. Um Narcos. Oh yeah, that's a Pedro Pascal right there. That's a good that's one. That's his breakout. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's probably like the f- first thing that he really got super famous on, right? That show was huge, yeah. huge, huge for a little while. Yeah. No, and it's it's I just started watching it this year and it's um Now you know Spanish? I, th- I wish. <laughs> there's um, a lot of Spanish I, in that show. It's a, there's a lot of Spanish in that show. If it's not two DEA agents talking to each other, it's in Spanish. Yeah, you can't be uh um, you can't be scrolling through Instagram and listening to that show in the background unless you're bilingual. You will not know what's going on. Yeah. No, that one's good. Are um, they still making stuff in the Narcos universe? I think there's still new, maybe not with him in it, but there's still. So Narcos Mexico came out, but I think that was that like that's over. Okay. And uh, so, um, and Narcos, uh, um, the actress who plays Bix in Andor mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is in the original Narcos, and then uh, the so um, the first Narcos is about uh uh is in Colombia and it's about um what's his name uh Escobar uh yeah Pablo Escobar and then the second one is about the Sinaloa cartel in uh hmm. Mexico and the lead villain in that is played by Diego Luna Oh wow look at that we got yeah. all the uh Star Wars tie-ins Yep so uh good rack I like that um Okay, I'll give you one that you might not know, and I don't think you've even seen this show, but I've said this to anybody that'll listen. This is one of the five best shows that's been on TV in the last few years, Ted Lasso. It is a must Oh, I, I watched must I watch this show. Oh, you do? Okay, great. Ted yeah, Lasso. I love Ted Lasso. I'm so sad that it's over. Me too. Uh, I think there's rumors that there's going to be more just potentially without um ted but uh, i'm attached to enough of the care i would watch a jamie tart show 100 percent. yeah roy kent yeah i i yeah definitely buddy cop comedy with roy roy and jamie 100 percent. yeah which that's actually what i hope it is but do you know the star wars connection uh yeah jason sudeikis is the uh scout trooper who punches grogu in the bag and i I also have jason sudeik so when we talked about this earlier we were both talking about the same thing Okay. Yeah, yeah. I have Jason Sudeikis as Ted Lasso on here too. <laughs> uh that's I don't think that's my most difficult uh my most difficult one though. I think I've okay. I've got another one that I think will will stump you. Um okay. but you you fire away. I think we both agree. Ted Lasso is a banger, right? It ju- it yeah, does not so miss. Does not miss. It's, what I always tell people is well one it's like I think um I tell people that I feel like aren't into sports like you don't hey, need to be yeah it's just enough soccer that i get excited but not so much that tab doesn't care mm-hmm. like it's it's just enough and and in a lot of the time like this some of the soccer references you don't even necessarily need to completely understand well part so. of the gag is that the, that the Ted head coach understand. doesn't know yeah. soccer so yeah that's part of yeah. it and he's the lens so it's fine um wait is it my turn yeah is that go for it I got lost in my brain. Okay. Um, chef. Oh, that's uh, that. That's John Favreau. Yep. 
And that's good too. And then there was like a spinoff TV show, right, or series or mini. Yes, because it, yeah. it was like a it was like a him have, cooking with celebrities, right? Yeah, yeah. And I never watched it, and I really want to now. But now all the stuff on there is probably dated. Um, that so that movie, I liked that movie so much. And now I don't buy nearly as many DVDs as I used to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I watched that movie on Netflix. And then immediately went out and bought it because hmm. I wanted a copy of it. That's how much I liked it. It is a great movie. That's another one I saw like years after it had already come out, but it's great. Yeah, it's funny that movies like that aren't getting made anymore or at this at the same frequency because of blockbusters, mm-hmm. Marvel movies, Star Wars. Yeah. And so John Favreau is like very responsible for killing <laughs> the th- he became the, th- the very know, thing, thing that he swore to destroy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He is Anakin. Yeah. Um it is I, I you know what? I think I like almost anything that has like high-end serious well-trained chefs as part of the mm. backdrop. Um there's some new show that has chefs in it. The Bear? The, the Bear, yeah. yeah it's, it's a great show, actually. Um, I, not featuring any Star Wars people that I'm aware of, though, so it's not on my list. Yet. Not yet. Um, okay. This one you may not know. I'm hoping. I think this one might stump you. Again, a little bit off-brand for me, but I truly do love this. Uh, it's a recurring series. Once every four years, uh, it's called the Olympics and I am not much of a sports person, but I love the Olympics. I'll watch almost any sports, um, when the Olympics come up and do you know how that is related to star Wars? Yes. Ah, dang it. You probably would. John Williams did the theme. He did. The you didn't you didn't think I would know that? <sighs> Excuse me. I, I am so chance. offended I right now. There was a chance. The, oh. the theme you hear on NBC during the, ins- the Olympics. The, the insult. Yeah, it's John Williams' score right there, and it's a like everything he writes. It's a straight up banger. It that hit. was a stretch. That was a stretch. I don't know. You know how many movies you could put on here if you use John Williams? When I described the premise to you, I was intentionally very vague, okay? Yeah. Oh, man. Tell me where I'm wrong, though. You're not wrong. Yeah, because... Well, you're wrong assuming that I wouldn't know that, though. That's where you're wrong. You definitely should watch, because it's entertaining as hell, and it was scored by John Williams, who also scored the Star Wars's, so... It works. And Jaws and Harry Potter canceled and <laughs> Jurassic Park. Harry Potter and Home Alone. canceled. And Hook. Hook also Atlanta. Had- I thought- oh, Donald Glover, for sure. Uh uh Community as well. That was on my list. Celebrate almost everything that he does. Yeah. I like Childish Gambino too. Yeah. They look very similar. Just kidding. I know that they're the same person. Don't. They're brothers. 
Um, okay. You just said this one, Jurassic Park, but I'm not doing it for John Williams. There's another one. And also, I'm talking original Jurassic Park. I am neither endorsing nor disparaging. I have no opinion whatsoever on the Jurassic World universe. So, uh, we already talked about Sam Jackson, so it's not him. Nope. Which So that means that it would have to be Laura Dern. Admiral Holdo herself, yeah. Who Laura? You Dern. would pick the. You would pick a terrible character from a, the worst Star Wars movie. Wow. Okay. Tr- <laughs> triggered, huh? Uh, no, she and let me tell you, Laura Dern in Jurassic Park, circa what was that like, nineteen ninety six, something like that, nineteen ninety eight. She was looking very, very good. Uh, that movie still holds up too. Even the effects yeah. looks great. Yeah. Killer movie. Also, like probably the first like super serious adult novel I ever read in like fifth grade was Jurassic Park. Hmm. What else you got, Josh? Give us another one. I don't know what the first adult novel I read was. It's not adult like uh, pornographic. Like there's not people no, having sex in I Jurassic know. Park that I remember. But you're a dinosaur yeah. smut. Uh, <laughs> I, I bet that's out there somewhere. I only, ew. I only didn't like Holdo because she was human. I was like, wow, racist, specious. Okay, fair. No, I, I was just like, come on, what is this Star Trek? You just changed her hair. They get didn't they give her some kind of like storyline about that in the comics about dyeing her hair? Probably. I'm pretty sure they it did. was probably inside of the one shot about the adventure that led to C3PO's red arm. Hmm. Well, that anyway, you probably didn't recognize him because of it. That that is my favorite moment in the entire sequel trilogy. Oh, really? No, listen to me. One of my favorite things in Star Wars is the antagonistic relationship between C-3PO and Han Solo. It's playful. Mm-hmm. Plug the professor in the back. Mm-hmm. Never tell me the odds. So we know that we know that Han and Leia are estranged. And then, and it's not the first time that he's cock blocked him. No, he's he done did it, it the very first too. time. In and the- you see, you see. <laughs> Han sees Leia for the first time. There's a little bit of John's, John Williams plays a little bit of the Leia theme. It's a nice tender moment. And then, whoop, C-3PO. Oh, you might not recognize me with my red arm. I'm like, I, I, I died. I was like, this is, this is perfect. It's a perfect Star Wars Pure moment. Pure comedy. It's honestly one of my favorite moments in all of Star Wars. I like it better now. <laughs> Now that I've explained why it's yeah. why it's, awesome. I mean, I, it's funny. It's a it's a good gag. C-3PO. I should say it's one of my favorite things on the silly side of Star Wars. C three PO like kind of stole the show in Rise of Skywalker. Oh, he was you know, he was lo- the best part of the movie. Low bar, but yeah. Um, I think I only have one left. So why don't you give me a real good one. I'll give you mine and then we'll wrap up with whatever you got for your last best one there. All right. Don't bring us any weak sauce. 
Uh, Detroit. Detroit. Not the Detroiters. Detroit. No. Um, well, I don't think I even am familiar with that, so I do not know who's in it. Would you like me to describe the movie to you? Sure. Okay. Hold on. One second. Fact-based drama set during the 1967 Detroit riots in which a group of rogue police officers respond to a complaint with retribution rather than justice on their minds. Well, this is like the exact kind of thing 2017. I would watch. This is like the exact kind of movie I would watch. Um, I don't know. Who's in that? John Boyega. Oh, nice. I do not have any John Boyega movies on my list. Um, what was he in recently? Was he in that movie that came out a couple years ago with uh, Viola Davis where she's like um, trying to be like the queen of an African tribe? These, the like, Woman war- King? Yeah. Yeah. Which, he's in it. That's a weird way to say queen, but... Uh, that's the name of the movie. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I'm just messing with you. Uh, okay, yeah. So I don't have any John Boyega stuff, but he should make more movies, I guess. What else has he been yeah, in he, since he then? Definitely should. Since when? Since that um, Woman King. Woman King. He's in a movie called They Cloned Tyrone. <laughs> Sounds racist. Is Erica Badu in it? <laughs> oh no, that's call Tyrone. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You better clone Tyrone. Uh, Do you think they'll hire me to write that song for the movie? No, I think it's good. Whatever. Um, Jamie Fox is in it though. Oh, they'll probably get him to sing the clone Tyrone then. Yeah, he could probably do a duet with Erica. Um. All right. Here I've just, got. So just looking at the just looking at the poster. Do you know what it, it just makes me think of multiplicity? <laughs> it's a copy of a copy of a copy. Who was the? I'm sure that's not what it is. But... Who was that? Who was that in multiplicity? Um, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Yes. God, Michael Keaton. He could do no wrong. Um. All right. This is the last one I've got. Uh, I saved it for last because I firmly believe that everyone should watch this canceled way too early after one season borderline one of the most tragic television cancellations in history of tv uh firefly it's a banger it is so good on so many levels and it does feature in the main cast a character from Star Wars. Two. Who's the second one? So Alan Tudyk plays sure. uh, K2SO. And then um, Sabine's Mandalorian friend who doesn't have a Mandalorian helmet who like kind of tries to double cross her but then ends up helping her out. Oh, that... Um... Gina Torres plays her. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, look at that. Yeah, her her bounty hunter friend that she knew from yes. the academy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Cool. Cool. Good job. Have you seen Firefly? Bro. You're not a Firefly hater, are you? Okay, good. No, it's, that's it's Chris. So, 
goes to show what he knows. Oh, sorry, sorry. He that shall not be named. I'm not scared to say, it, Chris. Uh, but he's bad taste. If you don't like, don't say it a third sorry. time. He might show. <laughs> Beetlejuice, Beetle. Uh, back to Michael Keaton. How good is he? <laughs> Uh okay, that's my whole list. That's my all right. Nine Do you want me to pieces of media? Yeah, well, why don't you finish us what, off here? You want me to? Well, how about I run you through the rest of my list? Oh yeah, do it rapid fire. I'll tell you if I know who's all in right. it real quick. Witness, never seen it. Harrison Ford. Ah, I should have done um, uh, the Fugitive. Also a must see. Yeah, fugitives on there. Yeah, I just like uh, witness. He uh, he he's like on the run, or he's a he's a no, he's a cop, and he's hiding out with the Amish. You Came love that as you do, as you do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Blues Brothers. I, I've also never seen that, but I do know neither of the leads are in star wars so this person's not a lead who is the only other movie i've seen that this person is in besides star wars that's not true i this person is also in fanboys oh it's carrie fisher correct okay she plays mystery woman they like run into her in the sewer it's weird oh geez sesame street a bunch of people which one though come on well, I mean, well, Rosario was on it. I'm pretty sure Mark. No, 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 Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Goddamn alligator bit ah. my hand off. <laughs> Cut Shoves. me down to my prime. Grief Karga himself. Okay. I like it. <laughs> uh, WWE. Um, WWE. Who wrestled from Star Wars? I've met this person. That's a bunch of last year WWE people. I don't know who is it. Mercedes Vernado. Ah, yeah, she was in uh, Mandalorian. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was her name in the show? Casca Reeves. Casca. Yep. All right, uh, Mario Brothers. <laughs> the the new animated film. The old one. The, okay. The original, oh, the, the the live action with just like yeah. middle aged chubby dudes. Um, this I, is a person that only was in one episode of a Star Wars show. Because I was going to say Jack Black as Bowser in the new one. Nope. Who was in the old one? John Leguizamo was Luigi. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. And he was that uh, Cyclops dude. Yep. In Mando. All right. Uh, high fidelity. I've never seen that. John Cusack romance movie. John Follow, Cusack is he, not he, in he, Star Wars. He goes into a record store all the time, and there's a guy that works in the record store. You're thinking of Empire Records. Nope. I'm thinking of High Fidelity. Oh. Uh, who's in High Fidelity? Uh, he's also in Nacho Libre and School of Are Rock. Are we talking Jack Black some- now? Yeah, Jack okay. Black. Yeah. 
This is one. Too High Fidelity early. plays a snobby uh, record store guy, and it's perfect for him. Yeah, I like it. Yep. Uh, well, I'm. Oh, well, Frank Zappa did blah blah blah, and did, you know, like I like Jack Black in almost anything. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Um. Oh, we just we just met Doc, uh, who was yeah. also in um, that same episode of The Mandalorian with Jack Black and Lizzo. It's true. It's true. Uh, Black Panther. Black Panther. Uh oh. Uh, Anthony Circus is in that, right? He. That's not who I have. Well, he is. He's he steals the. Well, I'm right. He steals the vibranium in the beginning, and he gets. Uh, yes. In one of his rare non CG roles. Yeah, you actually, yeah, his you got to see his face just like in Andor. Uh, who are you thinking? Maz Kanata, Lupita Nyongo. Oh, that's a deeper cut. Okay, good. All right. Uh, so this one's actually I have for two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Game of Thrones. G O T. Um. Let's see who appeared in Game of Thrones. Oh, uh, Oscar. Nope, 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 nope. There's Pedro, three that I know of. Pedro Pascal. Yeah, but I already said Narcos for him. Um, who else? Mm, do you have a Do you have a hint? The main character of Game of Thrones. I'd say it was an ensemble cast. Um, no, there's one person who's like the main character. So you've got Daenerys Targaryen, who was also um, Kira. There you go. And I, don't, I think Jon Snow would Gwen- dispute her being Gwendolyn. No, Gwendolyn Christie. Gwendolyn Christie, yes, as uh, Captain Phasma. I forgot all about. Her. I would say. I would say it's. It, I think it would be fair to say that. Daenerys is a is if you had to pick if you had to pick one character I would say you you could make an argument that she's the main character. I mean you you could make almost any argument you want. You could make a compelling argument that okay. she's the main character. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Shaun of the De- Shaun of the Dead. Oh, I haven't seen that in a long time. Uh, is Rosario Dawson in that? No. Uh, Shaun of the Dead is. Uh, I don't know. I know it's not the main guy. So who? Are you sure about that? Oh wait, was he a stormtrooper? No. Who was he? Ankar Plunk. Really? Simon Pegg. Yeah. Huh. He was in the suit. It was he that that character was practical and he was in the suit. I did not know that. Really? Man, they did a lot of uh they did a lot of press like uh behind the scenes things with him like with his like he's getting interviewed like with his with head, off, head off and you can yeah. still see the alien body. Huh. Uh what we do in the shadows the TV show. I think I already said this earlier though. Mark Hamill's in that. Main character is also in Star Wars too though. Matt Berry. Oh, okay. White man can't jump. Wesley Snipes. Just kidding. 
<laughs> uh, Woody Harrelson. Okay. Um, for Samuel Jackson, I put. Can, do I need to pick one? Um, and then uh, Westworld. Uh, I've not watched this. It's I know it's supposed to be oh. so good. Um, who's in it? Thandy Newton is in Westworld. Is, are they like a main character? Yes. Okay. One of one of the main characters. Yeah. Yeah, so Westworld is real good, and people started to drop off. But honestly, I was still I was so hooked on the show that I was like, I st- I the the first season is like cowboys, mm-hmm. sci fi, and then after the first season, it's like sci fi. Hey, remember they used to be cowboys though, but also way more sci fi. Yeah, and then the, it just continued that that way, like less and less. Huh. So I think they lost everyone that was like this Western is cool. Um, they lost all those people. Are they, <coughs> so is that show finished now? Or are they still? Is it still in production? They canceled it last year oh, or okay. early this year. One or the other. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, you got a Sorry. couple left still. Yep. Uh, two more. In my dreams. I don't even know what that is. In my dreams. Oh, the dream th- your your own personal dreams. Uh, that's probably Katie Sackhoff and Rosario Dawson. No, I put Erin Kellyman because oh. I could. I wanted to include her, and oh, I couldn't okay. think of something she's been in besides Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So said that she died in that. That's the only other thing I can more. think of that she was into. She's been in a bunch of British stuff that we haven't seen. Yeah, we're uncultured Americans. <laughs> All right, last one. Lay it on me, Ponyo. Ponyo that seems made up. Ponyo is a Studio Ghibli Japanese animated film. Well, sure. Japan it's a Japanese it's just like um, Spirited Away or My Neighbor Totoro. I'm sure you've seen those. I have. Who walk, when you're walking by a hot topic or something. <laughs> Ponyo is the uh like a Japanese interpretation of the Little Mermaid. Okay. Who's in it? And Liam Neeson. Really? Liam Neeson does the English dub for so that's what they did with these things. They they the the current English dub of them, they get like some famous Americans or like famous English speaking actors to do dubs. And um he plays like her her dad. So basically like Japanese King Trident. Huh. And it's really weird because he comes out like he has such a recognizable voice. That like he comes out of the water and he starts talking and I was like I did the the I was like the Leonardo DiCaprio like s- yeah. pointing at the screen meme. That doesn't but. even I can't even imagine him being like a um, the equivalent of like an ancient god. You know, like that doesn't seem like what Liam. Although I did yeah. s- I did see um, that Mark Hamill also voiced Poseidon, father of Ariel, in some. Uh, television series version of The Little Mermaid for like a couple Ooh. episodes. That's so, cool. Who knew there was so much Disney, Star Wars, slash Little Mermaid, in, slash Little Mermaid inspired uh, crossover. Yeah. Um, You got... It's, cr- it's crazy. There's a... Uh, it's all connected. Yeah, it's just a such a small world out there. 
Um, you have anything else before that's, we? That's my last one, sir. All right. Well, let's uh, fucking throw it back to Justin. You're all clear, kid. Now let's blow this thing and go home. Well, we hope you guys have enjoyed checking out the show this week. Um, glad to have you if you're new again. Um, if you've been listening for a hot minute, then Sorry. again, we love having you. We love people. So um, anyway, you can follow Outer Rim Beacon anywhere on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Outer Rim uh, Beacon. We're not on threads yet, actually. So not, I, not we're just not there. anywhere. <laughs> um, next. Um, but yes, um, we... Uh, you can email us at beacon at gmail.com. Uh, my name's Justin. You can follow me on Twitter at I am the Bendu. Uh, where can they follow you guys? This is Josh. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Battle of Tanab, and you can follow my band at Former Critics on everything. And we do have a thread, Ooh. so I don't think we've posted on it though. Uh, this is Kyle, and I am KB underscore legend on all the social media, including threads, actually. Apparently, we're all making threads, just not <laughs> oh, for man. the podcast. Sorry. Yeah. We'll get on that ASAP before this airs. <laughs> or not. Whatever. We suck. <laughs> or not. It's cool. We'll see. <laughs> anyway, um, everybody have a great weekend. Uh, it's supposed to be a little warmer, I think, at least here in the Midwest. So make sure you stay hydrated. Um, enjoy the heat. Still going to be the coldest the summer. summer for the rest of our lives. Justin, here we go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, get out not, and enjoy the well, weather. Until nuclear can. winter, obviously. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, as always, get on and do something Star Warsy. Have fun. May the Force be with you. Always. Hey, everybody, it's me, Caleb Doom. Oh, you thought I wasn't going to be here today, huh, brother? <laughs> Go out and do something Star Warsy, brothers. Uh, yep. Yep, Macho Man Caleb Doom in the house. I'm doing another run in at the end of the episode. Bye. <laughs>